0: Uh,
1: hi, Chris. Hi, Maggie. Who's
0: that handsome devil next
1: to you? Oh, that's just my reflection. I'll put down this mirror and see who's behind it. <laughs> oh, oh, God!
0: No, God. Oh. Oh. Is that the evil stepmother?
2: No! no. It's Ben! Hi, Ben! Hello, hi ben. everyone.
0: Welcome back.
2: Thank you. Thank it you for
1: having me. Feels back. like yesterday. It, it does. It
0: was just before quarantine, so in a way, seven hundred years and no, no time, time has
1: passed. passed. Uh, <laughs> 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 I have no thoughts.
0: Um, Ben, uh, your first repeat guest.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're now That's officially a, number one friend of the pod. That deserves wow. some sort of credit. It does. Special thanks.
0: Special ben. thanks, Ben. Um, Ben, what has been your favorite quarantine?
2: movie. Mm. Probably Kelly Reichardt's Certain Women. Wow. I was going to
0: say, that might be mine as well. We virtually watched that. How did
1: I forget this perfect film? This
0: Kristen Stewart sad, slow slice of life.
1: If you want to see Kristen Stewart really doing the thing that we love Kristen Stewart doing, but like in a a good acting way.
0: And really um, subtly and also In a way that's like truly denying, the character truly denying everything that she is.
2: (laughs) It's uh, very good. Yeah, I was really drawn to how empathetic Reichardt was to the characters. And I I continually return to that.
0: It's like she was holding
1: these babies in her hands and saying,
0: look
2: at my children.
0: It is like that. It it was like she was like. This child has so many problems, but I love her so much.
2: I love her so much. It would be interesting with first cow because...
0: I said happy cow, didn't
1: I? You said new cow, okay. which is like new moon.
0: It is like, and like first cow. I got to be honest.
2: A lot of first, new. Uh-huh. Um, Original cow. It yeah. will be men instead of women that she kind of focuses on uh, friendships. So it'd be interesting to see how she does that.
1: Well, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. So let's see how she threads this. I said, please
0: think of a word before I say it, Maggie, please think of another rhyme. Please, please free me. Um, um, so- ben, what was your favorite movie watching experience? Because that's a little different. Last time you were on the pod, we talked about Five Feet Apart. Mm-hmm. And now here we are in core.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I've got to lo- I've got to watch a lot of movies with my wife, which have been fun. Um, shout out to my wife in the peanut gallery right now. And I think either a league of their own with Gina Davis or The Square. Ruben Oslin's The Square. It won the Palm D'Or two years ago. Um, and it's a
0: Is it that movie where Emma Watson? No, that's the circle. Facebook? Okay. <laughs>
2: I was thinking the same thing. I go, what other what other shape
1: movie is there? And I don't think it's the one where Emma Watson says, everyone, put tape over your webcam.
2: <laughs> I assume that's the thrust of the film. No, I wish, I wish that The Circle was my favorite movie experience. <laughs> that movie <laughs> whiffed away. What happened there? I
0: don't think it ever was released. It's like that Daisy Ridley Tom Holland movie made 17 years ago, never released.
1: So bad they didn't, haven't released
2: it.
0: Although I hear that they're going to.
2: Well I would hope so.
0: Do you know about this movie?
2: Vaguely. It's
0: called, like, I'm going to say Land of the Lost, but that's not it.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a 1940s but like is, jungle adventure it movie. It is a
0: jungle adventure <laughs> Oh, okay. Movie. They have, like, you know, dirty shorts and uh, machetes. Sure. And they the only promo images is, like, them walking. It's, like, from above. Huh.
1: Well, speaking of
0: people so walking, what's the square about?
2: Now? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's a it's a social commentary about yes, about contemporary art museums, um, and it's like a very dry Eastern European humor. Um, so it's really funny, um, and it's it was really fun to watch. A uh, part of the reason it was part of my favorite experience is because if I had watched it without my wife, I would not have suggested it to her because I wouldn't think that she would like it. But the whole time she just kept talking about how much she loved it. And it's over two and a half hours. And when the credits started rolling, she said, I could have watched at least three more hours of that. So it was a really fun experience that we got to share that together.
1: Big plug for Square. Yeah. By
2: Ruben Ostland.
1: Ruben. Ruben. Ruben, this one goes out to you from WKPR. Smooth. uh, Alt Rock. Wait. Speaking of squares, we're gonna watch the most square movie I can think of with pre-mentioned Kristen Stewart.
0: I can't wait to watch Kristen Stewart's first moon.
1: I can't wait to see how more how much more femme they try to make her.
0: She's gonna be femme. They like blow out her hair and what put are on your makeup.
2: Yeah, we haven't have watched you it. have
0: never seen New Moon.
2: After the first one, I'm I was a bit weary to accept another invite onto the podcast (laughs) to be honest um i don't have too high of hopes for it
0: don't forget that by your own metric you gave twilight three and a half stars out of five
1: no i think fewer no i think 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 we ended
0: up with three and a half stars at the end
1: that seems really high so
0: i know the bars
1: i want to say might have been (laughs) i think so
0: okay we're gonna
1: listen to the last episode and watch the movie
0: um Get ready for a lot more sepia tone.
1: No more blue tones? No more. No, cuz they bring tones. in a new director because of Catherine Hardwick. <laughs> no. No. The,
0: <laughs> no, I think Catherine Hardwick was like I want I want to cast more diverse people and the yeah. was like, in the like and I
1: think she's like give me more money but also I want to like make a a, a movie An art film. and they were like no we want one where Taylor Lautner takes his shirt off and girls throw popcorn at the screens and pay us with merch money.
0: Famously, this is the film that uh, Robert Pattinson almost got fired from because he wanted to play Edward so sad. And they were like, no, it's a happy mo- movie. And he's like, it's really Don't sad. forget,
1: no, the thrust of Edward's story is, I'm so sad, I'm going to kill myself. So I think he
2: needs to play it sad. Huh? Yeah,
0: get ready to watch Bella in no more flannel shirts, uh, riding motorcycles and trying to kill herself.
2: That sounds more intriguing. Wow! Oh, yeah! The-
0: get ready to watch the certain women of Twilight.
1: Oh yeah,
2: that's a good way to get a lot of different audiences into one. The theater. Venn diagram of
0: that is still Kristen Stewart. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
2: just Kristen Stewart. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Okay, watch. bye.
1: I'm popping popcorn. Pop, 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 pop. Wow. Do you know a movie that's good? It's not this one.
0: <laughs> I feel so upset that this movie makes me feel like I need to defend the book. New movie.
1: Multiple times we did have to turn to the audience and go, okay, so here's what they're leaving out.
0: <laughs> it's so unfair that in a mo- book where nothing happens, somehow the movie makes it worse. I had to whisper into Chris's ear and say, why would they choose to disrespect the lore like this?
1: <laughs> Maggie did say Maggie is really concerned um for the the like supernatural rules and lore of these books, something that I will never get to because I was concerned about the lore of uh Harry's fish fry and I kept thinking about how badly I wanted to try his fish.
0: And I was thinking about how When Jacob is, I mean, when Edward is in Volterra, his eyes are still golden, and that is just not how it works. That's just not how. And we
1: did think about how Bella is like impervious to all vampire powers, except Bella can trick her. And also in this movie,
0: you said Bella. uh, You uh, said uh, it was really confusing. You said uh, said, let me let me play play it. Okay, Bella is impervious to all powers, but Bella can trick her.
1: Look! Look! The greatest no, 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 Megan, 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 the, Megan. Right the greatest trick that we can pull is is fooling ourselves into believing a false. Remember
0: sword. that Morgan, when they were on the pod, wrote Bella.
1: Bella <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't listened to our fanfic episode, please listen to it. Um, it's a highlight of our lives.
0: Um, but let's bring Ben into the fold.
1: Our um. As you heard in the intro, he talked about Can and Palm d'Or, so he knows about film
0: and Square
1: and Square, not the not thing, circle. not not Circle, the
0: Tom Hanks Emma Watson movie feature uh, that I assume was a blacklist script.
1: <laughs> okay, Ben, can you answer this question for me? Yeah, when, when has one blacklist film been produced and actually good and not like a tryhard NYU student film?
2: I don't know that I could answer that with any film.
0: I assume that those movies that aren't, I want to say Golden Compass, but it's not that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Golden <laughs> Compass, but
1: not an unfound but film. Is there,
0: like a, is there like a, something like the Golden, something that's called like Golden Gentleman?
1: Bench? The Goldfinch?
0: No, no, no. Like Golden the Gentleman. The Golden
1: Gentleman. And
0: like, it's like British... Spies?
1: You're thinking of the the uh, uh, it's like Golden Circle, Circle of Something spies, like that. and
0: they like throw fedoras at each other. No,
1: you're thinking of Odd Job from Goldfinger.
0: Kingsman? Kingsman? Kingsman, Golden Circle. Is that a blacklist? Tip? Oh
1: no, but the woman who wrote that was a supposed to a woman who wrote that was supposed to write the Game of Thrones spinoff series, and they canceled it instead for the one that the George R. R. Martin wrote. So
0: I think we should watch those movies now. That you, you've convinced me by just saying... This is isn't good. It the Elton John guy that's in them? The guy who... Taryn Elton Egerton? On?
1: Edgerton? Yes. S- speaking of women making movies, I wish a woman made this New Moon movie.
0: That would have helped it. I also wish a woman had directed this. Right? And written it. These scripts can't be written by women. No,
1: uh, 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 a woman did write the screenplay. What's her name? Melissa something.
0: Melissa!
1: Melissa! What
0: the f- Fuck Melissa. You know
1: She did a good one-to-one of a lot of scenes, but she added some things. Like, Bella writing to Alice to, like to get that. the exposition out. Kind of fun.
0: Okay, let's pause. Okay. Because adaptation is one of good the... Good point.
1: We we're getting way the, ahead of ourselves.
0: Ben, last time you led us through a few uh, criterion collections of <laughs> ways to uh, interpret the scoring of a film... Uh, And I would like you to do that with us again.
2: Yes, I, well, first off, speaking of Criterion Collection, I'm upset at Janice for not including Twilight in the collection. Mm
0: -hmm. What was the movie that I thought was so funny that was just added to the Criterion Collection?
2: uh, But I'm a cheerleader. Yes! Is it in the collection or is it just on the channel?
0: I don't know. I think it might have actually been added to the collection. Is
1: Janice the arbiter of what is a good film?
2: Janice owns the Criterion Collection. Is Good Janice, for Janice, a, Janice a man
0: or a woman or a non-binary person? Or is it like
2: an Italian name? Yeah, and I'm... if
0: Janice is a non-binary person, oh
2: wow. wow!
0: Really cool job.
2: Janice Films is a company that works in conjunction.
0: Oh, okay. oh. so I made them as the capitalist. capitalist <laughs> mistake of personifying companies. Okay, I take it back. Not
1: a cool job. Look, well, Ben, you tricked us. Sex
0: and gender are different, and Janice Company has neither. That is a joke I stole from my friend. I'm really, really sorry, Jake!
1: Look, guys, if you can't tell, the movie episodes are our favorite things to do. (laughs) Because they unlock something in us because uh, they do.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's sick. When Twilight is over, should we read Pokemon manga so that we can just talk about the Pokemon movies?
2: The
1: Pokemon movies, the first one, I, okay, the first movie I ever cried at was Neverending ending story when the uh, horse gets sucked into the swamp of sadness. It gets sucked down because it's too sad and it can't find any hope.
0: I, what was the first movie you really remember crying too Ben, Mine was, while well, you think. Mine was My Girl, and I rented it with my parents' permission, and I watched it on my computer in my room. And when it ended, I at like, whatever, one in the morning, my whole house was asleep. I stomped down the stairs, woke my mother up, Threw the DVD <laughs> at her feet and said, why would you let me do this? Why would you let me? It's not
1: a more about like childhood friends and one of them dies yes. or young. Of bees. Of bees. Yes.
2: I, I think my emotional cinematic awakening was probably click. No. <gasps> click. Adam Sandler's click. Yep. When he. So he is in the his his dream. Sorry for those who haven't seen I it. I haven't seen Click. He's in his dream. And at the end, he is very old. And his, is it Kate Beckinsale is his wife? Maybe? His wife comes back and they have like a, a conversation about how he chose the world over her. And I remember just, and, and they're standing in the rain. And I remember just weeping <laughs> for him that he had, He had chosen all of the material possessions he wanted, and his wife was right there the whole time. I would have done that. And as a sixth grader, seventh grader, I just remember thinking, like, I get that. (laughs) (laughs) I I understand I do
0: do want (laughs) Healy's.
2: I do. So that was, I was a late, maybe a late bloomer.
0: Yeah, because I think both of these for us were early.
2: Yeah, I think
1: the first time I really remember crying in a movie is probably like when I was like seven.
0: This wasn't in theaters.
1: No, this was at home. I had a VHS.
0: I also cried a lot when in the episode of Pokemon, speaking of where Pikachu joins the other Pikachu, Yeah. And I cried so hard that my mom came in and said, maybe you shouldn't watch this
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my mom came in and said, maybe you shouldn't watch Twilight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, my dad didn't let me watch the college episodes of Boy Meets World because of the sex. And... I don't think he would have let me watch Twilight either.
1: No, either. Twilight, the first movie, um, I, I guess Ben can speak to this more. Uh, the first movie was a lot more sexual and horny, and this movie wasn't, and um, we missed, missed it. it. We missed it. Was it was
0: lacking in the sort of thematic uh, tapestry.
2: I think if we're going to run through yeah. the criteria, I think in terms of its form, yeah. it was a really well-made film compared to the first one.
0: Like it looked
2: better. Yeah. I, like there were a couple pan shots and a couple tracking, like when they're watching Romeo and Juliet at the very beginning in class and Edward talks about wanting to kill himself, <laughs> which we can get to <laughs> because I've got thoughts, but when it pans and it, and it tracks across the students. Yeah. I remember thinking, watching that I was like, this is a much different movie than the first one, which felt like an amateur had just tried to, Take their favorite book and recreate it. This yeah. felt like a Hollywood studio had actually forked over some money for good grip and good camera and things like that. Yeah,
0: I would say the production goat comes way up. It like no longer looks like a quirky indie weird movie about vampires. It now looks like a multi-million dollar, billion-dollar movie, which is what it is.
2: And it has like it still has some of its like coloring issues, but it's not nearly as bad as just. Throwing a blue, blue shade.
0: Literally like a like, film What if we
2: made ones. like Twilight like David Fincher? And that's yeah. just like the first one. And this one is like, it could be its own thing.
0: Yeah. I like, will say on a personal note, I miss some of the badness.
2: Like I yeah. think it
0: adds to the like uh, brooding, like culty thing. The first movie I think is attempting to be something. And this movie I don't think has vision. This,
1: this movie has no like... um uh oh that was too serious it was serious so this movie feels like it was made by committee like a lot of movies like this are um like it felt like it went in front of a focus group and the first movie felt like um catherine read the book and said i can see why young readers would like this and let me try to like capture make it a that
0: weird gripping team in this instead, it was like let's make
1: this teen. the second installment of a series to make us sell you know posters
0: yeah i think um to move Forward past production value because I definitely I think we all agree it's better.
1: Real quick, yeah. speaking of production value, the the I directed this, Chris Weitz or Weitz. I don't know. Weitz? Christopher Christopher John Weitz directed this movie. Young, young he Weitz. um with his brother, he uh co uh created American Pie about a boy,
0: awesome. which he has an Academy
1: yes. Award for. Um he also did speaking of that movie you loved, he directed Golden Compass.
0: I didn't ever see those. But which I know that he might have done before a this. Girl who a polar bear there's a polar armor.
1: bear who I think has armor and guns. Guns? <laughs> I I think I think Golden Compass is like a weird like um atheist allegory anthem of like you oh, you know, it's, you like
0: know? The, it's like the anti Yeah,
1: you know like C.S. Lewis is like I'm it's Christian anti- and I want to make
0: uh, Narnia. Uh, Narnia. How funny. Yeah. Hell
1: I think it is. Um, so he directed that. He also directed later um the live action Cinderella, which no one saw. Um uh-huh. but he also co-wrote Rogue One. So he's like had a he's had a career, but mostly That's like in so franchise. Weird because
0: Rogue One is like the most, not the most, but it's some very messagey Star Wars. And I was gonna say content-wise. I think we lose so much of what the first movie is about. There's like yeah. no theme in this second I, movie. If
1: you try to pull like, what is this movie trying to tell me? I don't. I don't know.
0: I don't know anything about like adolescence or sexuality.
1: Or, or romance even. The baseline, these movies should, I guess, be about romance. Yeah. And I don't feel that. And yet. I
0: miss, and I think the first movie lays it on so thick with like, teens and sex and like this is a commentary on that it's not always successful but it's doing that or it mm-hmm. tries and this movie is just plot there's nothing deeper than plot
2: it really is this is also a mo- like if you think that like all of these blockbusters are political in some way mm-hmm. this one is sort of like a financially political in that this is the same year that iron man comes out and starts that cinematic. That this is when studios are really picking up on the idea that franchises are going to carry us into the second decade of the twenty first century. And it's weird to think that Twilight was one of the leading.
0: Yeah, this is about of when Order of the Phoenix is coming out in the Harry Potter zone. So it's also when the Harry Potter kid movies are like now young adult movies, and yeah. so like those teens now have buying power. In
1: yeah, I was gonna say movies. it feels like. Studio executives were like, oh, these people have money to spend. They're going to get their parents to drive them to the movies. They're
0: going to buy T-shirts. So
1: much stuff. We
0: already know that they're going to buy T-shirts and wands and shit. So let's have Taylor Lautner take a
1: shirt off. So
0: they're going to buy fucking temporary wolf tattoos (laughs) and the wristbands that the Cullens wear. And And hopefully a
1: Canon digital point and click (laughs) camera.
0: And a lot of Team Edward, Team Jacob things because if they played anything up it's team Jacob which is doesn't exist in the books in the movies it does
1: um we've been I think harsh in the vibe of this movie maybe rightfully so Okay, so So maybe let's
0: what's
1: the next I was gonna say maybe let's take a break let's breathe and maybe come back and say things that we liked about this movie great I think that'll be good yeah okay we'll be back Wow! I had a nice, cool lemonade.
0: I took two showers. Ben,
2: I listened to some ASMR of Twilight. Wow! Oh. What was it
0: like? Marble tapping, like tapping on Edward's. Skin? Well, we we discussed
1: um uh, That's a- so disgusting. disgusting. We discussed um ASMR. Carlisle stitches your wound in his kitchen. Can we talk okay. about it? Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> all of our eyes got big because our <laughs> biggest reaction while watching the movie the only time I was like we should have done a commentary was when Carlisle is stitching up Bella's arm after Jasper almost eats her because of the paperclip and Edward throws her into a vase so her arms all cut up and Carlisle's picking glass out of it and stitching it but what's so shocking
1: Um, what's so shocking is so Bella's sitting there with her arm extended, like, you know, hey, thank you, doctor. Stitch up my arm.
0: Yeah, like you would normally just like have it lying on a table.
1: But instead, Bella has her arm extended and then her hand wrapped around Carlisle's waist.
0: Like grabbing onto like the Like slow shirt.
1: dancing. She's like holding him and He's, almost like, pulling him in.
0: Of his waist. And they're, and they're
1: embraced.
0: Like, and they're like whispering to each other. He says, I'm damned or whatever. And she says, Carlisle. You could never not be good. You're so good and pure. And he says, "Bella, you've always been so kind."
1: The dialogue, the delivery that Maggie gave was pretty accurate, and (laughs) also like the camera work was shooting Bella in a way she's like looking up at him with like doe eyes, and like it was, it it was shocking to see. So that's something I liked. It was a choice.
0: Um, something else I liked: Bella wandering through the woods, going Edward. 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 The same delivery every time. Case two.
1: A part of me wants to think that the director tried, but just couldn't reel in this beast. He couldn't do it. I think
0: that the director was like, "I can direct Kristen Stewart," and Kristen Stewart was like, "You have no, 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 no. idea how to handle <laughs> what
1: I got
2: going my
0: on. My art." <laughs> I liked
2: how many times Kristen Stewart was, like, was finding herself into physical harm Mm. in this movie. Like, in an unordinate amount of times. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Even, so, like, she wants to find the adrenaline rush. But even before that, she just trips and falls in the woods (laughs) at night and has to be rescued by this 30-person search team she falls over and what then resigns Bella's
0: saying I'll go on a roller coaster never yeah. is she like let me go on a roller coaster Bella's never
1: like maybe I should go
2: paintballing this town has to have a paintball course like, I feel like even some sort of like hot buffalo sauce would have given her
0: <laughs> Bella down in the woods, because Harry <laughs> Clearwater needs a satellite. He's got a satellite <laughs> computer. It's like a scene in
1: ET. for are finding this girl in the woods.
0: It's a it's a joint task force of the reservation and the city police <laughs> that are searching just regular town woods.
1: The resources, I guess, I he's the chief of police, so he can do basically whatever he wants to his subordinates, but they put a lot of work into this girl who's just kind of late coming back from school.
0: And good thing. She would have died out there.
1: Granted also, he's like, I'm concerned about my daughter. I've been trying to institutionalize her for this movie. So I'm afraid.
0: Um, another thing I liked was Kristen's general attitude in the scene where Edward just left, but she's back at school and she's like lounging across what seems to be three lunchroom chairs. Her feet are up. She's staring at a Gatorade. She has this like hoodie on. Her hands are in her pockets. It's the gayest wow. thing I've ever seen. It gives
1: seen. me visions of the first book when she says, Let me pretend to be Edward, because she's sitting in Edward's old lunchroom chair. Yeah. So she's like, let me be Edward and sit like he would. And like not- ma- a little masculine, mm-hmm. a little broody. But and- still
0: like delicate.
1: Yeah. So to us it just read as, Oh, Kristen's like living her truth <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> And what did anything else we
0: (laughs) we liked? The
1: room went quiet.
0: That's because I started thinking about another thing I don't like, which is going to continue through the rest of the film franchise as I remember it, which is the idea that the vampire's skin is actually, literally stone.
1: Made of stone.
0: And not just hard like stone, but actually cracks and like dust. And, like, creaks like marble.
1: Yeah, in the books, Stephanie describes them, like, their, their contact, vampire and vampire, is a little rock-like. But I th- I always assumed it was like, oh, it's like a hardness, like they're yeah. so strong muscle or whatever. And, like,
0: when Bella touches him, she's like, it's hard and smooth like marble. But I expected it, like, like a muscular hardness.
1: Right. But here like it suggests rock, they're, like, literal rock. they're porcelain carpet. dolls.
0: Yeah. Edward's cheek cracks. And when, like, Arrow in the the like uh, prequel not the uh, prologue rips the guy's head off I guess it's not a prologue, it's like a flash sideways, rips the guy's head off dust comes out like <gasps> rocks breaking
2: it was odd. Speaking of this movie not really having a theme. I think we've mentioned. Yeah,
0: that yeah, we- yeah. Let's let's move back to. This oh yeah, let's let's get back election. to
1: get back to our expert here. We Maggie and I oh, talked no, too no. much about. I, books. I like
2: trash in this movie.
1: <laughs> oh no, let's trash it but with a rubric. Yeah, so I just
2: in terms like, of like a mean teacher. In terms of like theme Red and in terms pen. of like a filmic theme, I never really. The first one is like if horny could be a genre. Yeah. The movie is horny. Yeah. <laughs> This one didn't really know what it wanted. Like I'm even thinking what's the the Vatican, the, Vol, Volter- the Volterra. Yeah. Volterra is the city. Where?
0: Voltori are the people. Okay,
2: so the Voltori when they're in the throne room, yeah. And Edward is trying to save Bella, but yeah. then she tries to save him. and it's a yeah. it's, that's another thing. It then turns into an
0: action movie. It's like trying That's so f- hard to be an action movie of Romeo and Juliet, but has none of the none of the like emotional stakes. Yeah,
2: the Romeo, Romeo and Juliet, and Juliet is so heavy-handed that
0: it is in a, the book as well. A
2: teenager could pick up on it pretty yeah. easily. But then it becomes like by the end when you get to the really terrible cliffhanger We've you don't really, place. you don't really know what to expect, and or what in the you're middle, getting.
0: I think with Jacob and the wolves, so much of that is like exposition that you lose track of the theme of like heartbreak or self sacrifice right. or miscommunication. All of that is lost in the middle,
2: and all of this at two and a half hours. That, that <laughs> it like was you, so much longer. Really can't, like yeah, you at two and a half hours, you should be able to have enough like i think you guys were mentioning that they didn't really get into jacob and bella's friendship and how that because i didn't get that from the pizza to wrench cut yeah (laughs) like that's not i was just oh they're building bikes they're not oh so the two
1: famous transitions in film history uh uh,
0: pizza to bike
1: a pizza to uh pizza pizza slice to wrench yeah but then also in um uh space odyssey uh you know uh yes. a monkey throws a what bone and it jumps through a spaceship <laughs>
2: next podcast wrenches through cinematic history mm. oh
1: yes so
0: this uh sort of the jerk uh uh there's got to be a wrench in star wars right Oh, yeah. Episode one. It's all about pod uh, Christopher
1: Lloyd working on his machine in uh, uh, Back to the Future. I was going
0: to say Back to the Future for sure. I
1: couldn't um, remember his the character's name.
2: Doc Brown.
0: I can't think of That's any probably. other wrenchy. i
2: I'm sure there's like a movie with a gang. Somebody has a wrench as a oh, weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, street, like tough West Side gang. Story yeah. adjacent.
0: Yeah, this movie's
1: so much longer
2: than the first one. Or felt so much okay, longer. Okay,
0: Ben, what's the next criteria? Keep us on track. Well, the next
2: one would be story, which lends itself to adaptation, which I think you were going into earlier.
0: Okay. Adaptation. I'm pretty disappointed by.
2: Yes.
1: Um, I think
0: we could have cut so much and added so much. Because we could have cut
1: so much from the book. Yeah. I wish we did that in the film. Like some people, I think when they want a book adaptation, they're like, I want to see one to one. It recreated on film. This is the case study for why you shouldn't.
0: Yeah.
1: It. It just doesn't work because they're different and um, it just, it felt like we were just checking off boxes.
0: Even the things that are like so viscerally visual in the book don't feel present in the movie. Like the idea that the wolves shake before they turn, like they're in the book, their muscles like ripple and quake. But when they're getting mad and that's how they know they're about to lose control, that doesn't happen at all. They
1: couldn't realize that um, visually. They yeah. just didn't have the means to or they didn't have the interest in doing it.
0: That being said, we'll get to visuals later. We already talked about production, I guess. The design and I think um, actual production. Like animation. Of yeah, the, of the wolves. It was pretty good, actually. It was really good. Clearly I mean, all the
1: money a, went to that and Ghost Edward.
0: Yeah, they made like a good... don't. something i liked about the movie is the wolves the wolves look really good they stand up pretty well honestly and i think that they were pretty emotive i'm surprised by how like how much you care about it it made me
1: think about the wolves uh the dire wolves in game of thrones Mm -hmm. which i think actually weren't fully animated they were just green screened and enlarged actual captures of wolves Mm -hmm. um but i think these worked almost better than in that show um, because I think they were like fully animated from the beginning. They felt more like characters. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. Like we talked about uh Jacob's wolf form. It was like a cute I mean, sad. Wolf. I mean it was like pretty basic wolf. It wasn't like an interesting yeah. design, but like they animated it well. Yeah, the performance of that thing is good.
0: And like just from like a stupid standpoint, the the hair looks good, whipping around, and like...
1: And I wish they put that energy into the many scenes clearly shot in a soundstage, like a blue screen stage. Yeah. Like Bella's jumping off the cliff and stuff. Yeah. I was like, you
0: had we're resources. we're supposed to be talking about story.
1: Oh, gosh. You're so right.
0: Story, I think we really lose it in the middle. And I... My biggest problem was with the end though. They mix up the order of things that happen in the book and it totally bla- breaks the tension too early. So in the Ben in the movie when Bella runs into Edward, they have that whole talk about how they really were in love the whole time. Don't ever leave and they kiss, and then the rest of the movie keeps going. In the book that happens right before the end.
1: Mm. So like, like they admit they love each other and then they boat. then ever proposes.
0: And that's pretty much it. And it's
1: like, oh, like the, their emotional story kind of like peaks near the end. But in this, it kind of just like happens. It just happens
0: and then the Voltori happens. It's just like plot without a story structure. So it's just like cresting and falling over and over. Because it crests at the at the jumping off. The, the book is like this too. It crests at jumping off the cliff. It crests it Jasper biting Bella even before that. Then it crests it um, Bella leaving, choosing Edward over Jacob and going to Volterra. It crests it saving Edward. It crests it the Volturi not killing them. And it crests it Bella's proposal.
2: It almost felt like they were directing the movie as they were reaching each plot point in the book. Mm -hmm. So then it lost track of like where we were supposed to be by the end, which is why like I do think you're, like, these crests and valleys are hitting, and then at the end, it's a really jumbled, stuff because it does, the proposal hits really weird at the end, right after he and Jacob have this altercation together.
0: It's weird. It's like the the adapter didn't, like, look at the whole story on paper and put it onto a storyboard, and instead just... Read the chapter, wrote wrote the scene. scene. Read the chapter, wrote the scene. And then didn't have an editor go through and be like, okay, but what's the story you're telling? Doesn't matter what story Stephanie told, what's the story you're telling?
1: The story that she told, uh, Melissa, was I want a story where the movie ends with someone proposing and the woman goes, Blackout? I seriously thought the DVD skipped. I went, no, that can't be it.
0: (laughs) We watched Hamilton today. Uh, and the, the ending of Hamilton shocked me. Spoiler, give ahead 30 seconds if you've never seen it and care. But the last moment of Hamilton, which isn't in the soundtrack and I had never seen it, is Eliza seeing the audience and, like, seeing that her story is told, I assume. Yeah. And going.
1: <gasps> She's, like, touch and so And it's, like, overcome. emotional.
0: And it's a beautiful moment. The actor totally pulls it off. <laughs> New Moon, Kristen Stewart with a blank face. I think ADR, there's just a, <laughs> it's that so short.
1: it's like, it's like she missed a step going downstairs. Late.
0: Edward goes, <laughs> Edward goes, marry me, Bella. And then there's like five seconds of silence. We see Kristen Stewart and then, <gasps> and black.
1: Um, so clearly we're um, not a fan of the script and the adaptation. Yeah, I'm not
0: going to give it the star. I'm giving it, it gets a star for production. It does not. Zero
1: stars. Star. Okay. I think
0: no star for.
1: Um, what's, our, what's our next point? Well, to the- Are they
0: not cumulative stars? Are we averaging the stars together? I'm just
1: saying where we land and then decide
0: okay, okay. overall
1: what
2: do they give us. Okay, okay. I was then going to say if we wanted to break production value up and mm-hmm. move into visual effects.
0: Yes. Perfect. I'm going to give visual effects. Uh, a high score. I'm impressed by the visual effects.
1: I'm so unimpressed by the scenes. The green screen. The green. The green. The I don't composite mind that scenes. As
0: much, but I watch a lot more like ni- weird '90s and early 2000s <laughs> like, uh, fantasy shows.
1: Sure. Um, so, oh, I think I would give it a good average. Like overall, I would give it like a three out of five.
0: I could give it a three out of five. I'm they, happy with that.
2: Yeah, they spent so much time with the visual effects. Yeah. That. In sequences where they didn't need to use visual effects, they yeah. still used
0: them. That I think that is a problem. They could have had a, a, a softer touch.
1: There was a scene where Bella and Jacob were just driving in a truck, and we that thought
0: that scene was insane.
1: There is no reason this needed to be like composite. Like it almost seemed like they were sitting on green chairs, and they designed a car around.
0: Them. Kristen also in that scene is like air. In multiple scenes in the movie, her face is airbrushed. It's like, like a vaseline
1: lens. Shoot.
0: Which is insane because she is a perfect... You know, those, see, those things bring it
1: down. So that's why I say three.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. The wolves, I think, bring it all the way to three. Sure. Uh, yeah. But I don't think there's much else. I really don't like the Edward ghost effect. I don't think it makes any sense. I think it suggests that he's literally... He's like dead. ...astral projecting his body <laughs> in because it, like, ghosts... So the problem is not that he appears... It's the way that the ghost interacts with dissolves the scene. and it like fades away, like the power is leaving, and like in the water scene, her arm paints yeah, away, if, if, as if he's physically there. If
1: the first director
0: directed this, I
1: think she would have just had um, Robert Pattinson just on set, yeah, and just like behind her.
0: That's what, and I said, just if you want a physical embodiment, because I get it, it makes sense. You don't want to just hear his voice you're paying Robert Pattinson a lot of money to be in this movie. Right. Just have him <laughs> literally stand right behind her. And if she turns, he's not there.
1: Right. I think they just leaned a little too hard on the fact that they had
2: a budget to um, hire VFX artists and yeah. they did too much. It
0: doesn't look bad. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't work.
2: If the ghost was an actual physical presence, it almost gets the job done better. But it's yeah. like You know he's not really there. Yeah. But he is a sort of... You know it doesn't devil even on asked. your shoulder you were
0: like is he doing this on purpose yeah I was
2: like is the ghost real is he appearing it adds confusion yeah um, there's
0: some of that in the book as well i think mm-hmm. where bella keeps hearing him so clearly and it's so exactly when she wants it to be and not when she doesn't that there's a level of like is it like some sort of projection but i don't think
1: it is. i think is. pretty clear pretty soon she's like oh i'm just hallucinating hallucinating yeah and she knows it um, performance, not wow. to step in for Ben, but
0: performance. we talked a lot about
1: performance while we were watching it.
0: I think Taylor Lautner tries his little heart out. He
1: really seems like he's trying, and um, this is going to be seen, this is going to seem rude, but I'm not, I'm going to say that's um, an achievement of the director and not an achievement of Taylor.
0: Mm. And I the agree. director gave him his the right motivations. The I director.
1: think he like really helped this, uh, as we discovered, sixteen year old, yeah, act his best against these older actors who uh, i think do better work
0: i was gonna say it's hard because not to keep comparing it to harry potter but with the movies i think it's really hard not to if you think about what the harry potter actors were doing at 16 it's a lot heavier lifting and they are pulling it off a lot better
1: yeah not that
0: every actor is the same but those movies when those actors are seven, 16 they've got a lot more to do
1: Jacob just has to to be like kind of moody and he has to have a basic conflict of, I like my friends, but also like my family has obligations Yeah, and he doesn't really, I don't feel that conflict in
2: his performance. He has like an inferiority complex too with Edward, which I think is pulled off well, Yeah, which I think is a a kudos to the director. Yeah. That it's like, he's this ripped, jacked dude, but inside is still feeling very small to 24 year old Robert Pattinson (laughs) and 104 year old. Edward.
0: Edward. Um, Kay Stew. Kay Stew, Like in all the movies, sort of just she, sells it in.
1: She's kind of hot and cold. Some scenes yeah. I'm like, you're really into this. Like her um sad depression montage.
0: I think she's working. I thought
1: it was good. Mm-hmm.
0: When she's like sad outside the truck and she's like, I'll be better. I'm sorry, dad. That totally read for me. What didn't read was... No,
1: stop! (laughs) No, I hurt him. To me, that was like Kristen Stewart's like, I can understand a character who's like really sad for these reasons and like has to wants a better life and doesn't want to be in a small town with her dad and all this. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, I can't fully sell me as Kristen Stewart. I can't sell, oh no, the vampires are gonna rip my vampire boyfriend's head off.
0: (laughs) And the problem is the director wants her to take it so seriously that she can't she can't even like do it fun. (laughs) Right. Um, Well,
2: there's also when they're driving up to the Volterra, mm -hmm. Volteri, whichever one, and she's in the car with Alice and her like legs are in the seat and her hands are like in (laughs) her mouth and her her forehead (laughs) and she just can't stop. It's that's it was really bad.
0: It's like. This I think is the the peak of that like classic Kristen Stewart acting tropes. Like a like, meme. This is the Kristen Stewart's acting 101 class of like, if you're upset, your hands should be in your hair and mouth. If you're happy, you should barely open your You mouth. should like kinda like <laughs> smirk
1: and like shrug.
0: Yeah. Um last movie what saved a lot of it was the chemistry between our pats and case Stew. And I liked it more in this movie.
1: I think because Robert was um, having more fun.
0: I think um, no offense to Robert, who wants Edward to be the sulky guy, but in the books and in the movies, I like Edward most when he's like smiling, like and having like a little (laughs) fun. Because every time he was in the movie, I was like, "Oh, he is charming." Robert Pattinson is like attractive and charming. You would want to be with that guy, right? But then the second he gets mopey again, you're like.
1: They put, like, bags under his eyes and makeup, and then you're like, uh, I don't think you we feel don't really this.
0: You s- see sick
2: all the time. We
0: don't really have to see sad Edward in the movie. We just have to see sad Bella. So we kind of get, like, happy Edward at the beginning and happy mature Edward at the end. Where I, And I would so choose Edward over Jacob because Jacob really bugs me by the end of this book that I'm like, yeah, go with the mature guy who's like, we shouldn't fight here. Instead of the one that's like, I'm going to bite your
1: ankles. Uh, you saying that by the end, J- uh, Edward is like the somehow changed version. I don't really get that from Robert Pattinson, but.
0: You don't he, get he, that when he's like more comfortable around her. And there's a way in which like they're in the the forest and Jacob's like really mad. And he's like, OK, be mad. Let's go, Bella.
1: I guess, yeah. Overall in this movie he is different in that like early on, he's like, Don't you know, how do you not know how much I love you? He does seem more serious.
2: I guess when he's also on the staircase and his family is voting oh, on whether he's or not
0: kind sh- of funny in that too.
2: Yeah, but he also he has like that weird, like brooding
0: teen he's more like a teen in that scene. So like when Carlisle's like, There's no other way, he's like what are you doing to
2: me I guess I would say like he is maturing I don't know that he's mature I agree
1: uh, do you want to hit on some quick minor character performances real fast sure. Anna Kendrick as Jessica a
0: fantastic boss. amazing what an icon
1: it's almost as if she's improvising these lines which she might be but I think it's written And but she, she's performing in such a good like it's fun really light so, way that is-
0: Probably the the star moment in the whole movie. Is she's Patrick walking down the street like, with Bella, like I've got issues too, you know. <laughs> yeah, like some people like to shop. I get it. Not everyone likes to shop, but you haven't really called, and I'm surprised you did. Mama
1: she's mama. given two scenes, and she's like, "I'm going to make the I'm going to make the most out of these."
0: It's really the breakout role. Um, other minor characters: Harry Clearwater. He what does a goofy a, guy. He's uh, mischievous. Uh,
1: Charlie's friend, and he kind of turns and he's like, "Oh, a vampire." Great scene.
0: Good <laughs> job. He's like Charlie's like, go get your your people, and we'll we'll do a search oh, party. Good. And he's like, right, I'll get the best people to kill the wolves. Search the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and the next scene, he's like covering tracks with his feet. It's pretty
1: funny. <laughs> he's playing it broad. <laughs>
0: um. Uh, oh, the Voltori. The Volturi. big
1: performance. Form- we really liked Aro Aro in the books. We wish he played a little broader. There were moments that were fun here, I think.
0: I think uh, the top Volturi performance goes to really old.
1: <laughs> really old guy? Liked him.
0: Mm-hmm. And the other one who I'm going to call, again, Laganja Estranja, <laughs> was bitchy as fuck. <laughs> uh, and I don't really get his deal. Why is he so much younger? But still 3,000 years old. I thought he was just one of the teens. Yeah. So I don't get him, but I like I like Arrow and the old guy, Dakota
2: Fanning as well. <laughs> Dakota Fanning kind A of great, great what? 3 minutes. Yeah. What was her
1: agent doing?
0: I, you know, <laughs> she's in the next movies, so She's kind of uh, she
1: puts it off. <laughs> she, I guess she reads the lines. Um, she, <laughs> I don't know what else she does. She
0: and Kristen are about to be in Runaways together. Uh, oh, fun. Like in the next two years from this movie, uh, where they both cut their hair and go freaking crazy and make out or whatever. Do cocaine or whatever. Whatever Runaways do. It's about Joan Jett, right?
1: Oh, yes, it is. Um, so that
0: performance was there. Yes.
1: Um, Alice, our favorite it's book character.
0: Wild in this movie.
1: She's a little wild. Um, kind of the same as the last movie, so yeah. still fun. Still, yeah. we liked it.
0: Overall, performance is... Solid. Better than the source material, but odd. Oh, there
1: so was no odd. one who was, like, stand out bad. Correct. Um, yeah. Even the kid at the movies, the date... Mike. Mike. Mike.
2: He was pretty good. Yeah.
1: I think everyone involved, actors-wise... Um, was doing a good job. Same in the last movie. So it's them. And I think also the directors at least know how to direct the actors. Yeah. Maybe not the movie itself. Um, what else? Um, well, what would you rate the performances? I would give it like yeah. a three and a half. Three
0: and a half? Four?
1: Thank Nothing really affected me emotionally. Mm. Um, so. Let's take a break. Okay.
0: Then... Yes. Did you like this movie more than Twilight?
2: Yes and no. Let me explain. Wow. Wow. I am going to quote John Updike, who is who was a critic at the New Yorker. Ben, wrote, we
0: say John Uples in here. Oh, excuse <laughs> so me. sorry. That was
2: a <laughs> stupid joke. <laughs> 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 Undo. Undo. All right, all right. No, it's funny.
0: Yeah, it's funny. We're, we're going to keep it. I know.
2: Right. Okay. Come on. <laughs> I uh, read. And he has Five rules of criticism. I'm just going to read the first one, which okay. is how I'm going to sort of grade this. Okay. He says, try to understand what the author wishes to do and do not blame him for not achieving what he did not attempt.
0: Mm. And that is this why. This is my big argument for all sitcoms that I love. I'm always like, it doesn't have to be West Wing. Okay.
1: It's uh, it's like that old Einstein quote, the fish climbing up the tree. Don't blame the fish for not climbing
2: up the tree.
0: Okay. Keep going, Ben.
2: And I think that in terms of the criteria that we've based it on, I think that, Janice. that New Moon is better, is a better movie. But I like Twilight the original more because of what it was trying to do in its cultishness.
0: I think I'm with you. I think I can watch this movie and be like, okay... It's a better movie. I'm, what is better? But there's no way, if I'm scoring by my taste, Twilight is, here's, it's, it's here's like, my I like it more.
1: dumb analogy. Yeah. Um, this movie is kind of like uh, an auto-generated painting by a robot that's like nice to look at, and it's a better painting, but I prefer the painting that an elephant made in a zoo. That it painted in a, with its trunk
0: so rude to Catherine. Rundquist. it is so
1: rude to her but you know what i mean it's like that one that one felt like a okay cr- we're
0: never gonna get k on the pod C-K-C-H. i katherine
1: Catherine, please come on our podcast we will kiss
2: your feet well, I, but i think that's it is that it's like the first one had like at least some emotion in it yeah. and this one like what if i'm teaching a class about production am i going to show the first twilight absolutely not
1: Are you gonna show the second
2: (laughs) one? Of the two, what I showed the first one. No, I would show the second. Hey, this is how you set up a shot. This is how you set up. So it's like that it was a more enjoyable at-the-time watch. I'm like, I'm not having this sort of cognitive disfluency of how to appropriately
0: take this. Don't fetch the bolt cutters. Better album. But I'm gonna listen a lot more often to emotion B side because it's easier. There's no dissonant sounds. In <laughs> right, right, right.
2: So I, I think that in, if I'm rating them as we're going along, I would put the first one, it, it has gotten worse as we've gone along because even the first one, there's more to talk about. Like I, Wake up in cold sweats like, why did they put that blue tent on? Yeah. <laughs> There's, it just sticks with me.
0: Yeah, it's just like, it's more fun. There's it's a, a stickiness. It's more fun movie, and it's because they really were tr- attempting something. They were trying to say something, and you wake up because you're like, what were they trying to <laughs> You almost say? did it!
1: And this one, you're like, you just kind of went in and did your job? Yep. And that's...
2: This one audience. is only good for getting to the next one.
0: And it's kind yeah. of the books too. In a yeah. way, Twilight is a standalone novel. She must not have gotten them all picked up by the time she wrote the first one because like it ends on a cliffhanger but like a non-cliffhanger cliffhanger so that you're like, "Okay, the movie does the same thing. It like was self-contained and this is just like and here comes a series." It's
1: how I feel about The Hunger Games trilogy
0: why i never read the
1: first book book. it it lives by itself and the first movie kind of does too and then the second one we're just in it for a ride this
0: was really the time when like books were it and all ya books had to be series
1: they had to you can't release just one yeah i think it's different now but i don't read like current ya
0: i think john green sort of changed that game to be like an author can release a lot of books without it all having to be a series. yeah yeah yeah
1: you can have ya authors that people follow but not like a series 'Cause like none of these authors, like S- Stephanie Meyer didn't really I guess the host, but no one really got into it. Um JK Susan released Harry Potter, but nothing else. Things. But she released other books, but no one really cared. Suzanne Collins wrote something that's before, before
0: which I Games, loved, but no one else. No so about. like
1: so like I think it's different now, but I'm kind of speaking out of my ass, so I don't really uh, know. Uh,
0: totally. Yeah, me too. So let's go back out to the Raw Doll method of a hundred kooky books. A
1: hundred kooky books. Uh, I wish that Twilight was 100 kooky movies. And instead it was one kooky movie and then three um, like studio like Hollywood films. So
0: the next movie, Ben, mm-hmm. if you're getting excited, we haven't read the book. I don't remember as much from Eclipse, except that the end is a big battle between a bunch of newborn vampires and the wolves and vampires that we know who team up. I don't remember this. That's fun. Intriguing. So it's like full-fledged, like one story and an action. More action I
1: think they become, oriented. they become more action-oriented.
0: Yeah, they kind of. They like... Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> they, all, everything about Twilight is kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, the whole, pretty much the whole book is gearing up for this big fight with Victoria. So it was set up in this book. Essentially, New Moon and Eclipse are like one book that have been split into two. Which is how it felt when I was reading them as well, because it's all this like we're still gearing up for Victoria. Yeah, nothing. Even the
2: Voltaire, nothing really happens. Nope.
0: Yeah, it's all like, well, someday this is going to be a problem.
2: Yeah. Even this like the whole way that book
0: was just pushing every problem from the last book onto the next book. Nothing was solved. Bella and Edward will they be together forever? I don't know. Next book. Jacob and Bella, is there something there? I don't know. Next book.
1: What happened to Victoria? We met her on page eight. I Next don't know. Book. Next
0: book. What's up with the vampires? Do they have rules? I don't know. Oh, there's this Volturi. Are they going to hurt Bella? Next book. It's
1: what I call the David Lindelof lost season five problem. At a certain mm-hmm. point, we stop answering anything, and we start just like being like, isn't it fun to see them go, wa, 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 what?
0: <laughs> um, so, Ben, what do you give? Uh, Twilight New Moon in stars, if you're willing.
2: I stand by my decision for three stars on the first one.
0: Mm-hmm. If I gave it three stars. We don't remember, but I think we gave it Now three
2: being stars. able to compare it to this movie, I give it three. I would okay. give this one a solid two and a half.
0: Okay, wow. just, that's pretty close.
2: Just two, two and a half.
0: Ben, you are going to hate Breaking Bad. You're going to hate it.
2: I've already seen the second one. Oh From yeah, famously. Anecdote. famously. Yeah, I've seen this, and so I remember this. But the a...
0: first one is the really the one that hurts to watch.
2: If there's a series that the final two movies are part one and part two, part one is always bad. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Well time to start but our Harry Potter thing, pod. I really like part one of Harry Potter, but it is not much happens, but it's a nice, pretty movie to watch. And that adapter, I think, is really good. Steve Clovis does a really good job at straight up being like, what is the story for this movie? I've
2: only seen two Harry
0: Potters. Mm -hmm. The second one. Well, we'll have you on when we do our Harry Potter read through.
2: But I just know from people who like those movies and have seen that Harry Potter is in like a league of its own of YA. Like it just, it's not like Twilight and Hunger Games. Yeah, it's different. It is different. different But this movie, I was reading, this movie broke the box office record for midnight tickets?
0: I know a lot of people who went to this in midnight, but I was in Germany, so I pirated it the next day.
2: So I guess... Don't come for me! They knew going in that they don't really need to make a good movie. They just have to slap Twilight on it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: this By now, a hundred million moms were wearing Team Jacob's shirts and thirsting after this poor 16-year-old boy.
1: Yeah. Unfortunate. your number? Um... I see why Ben, I think, only knocked off half star. I think you probably would have knocked off more if it wasn't competently made. I think if it was actually incompetently made, I would have given it more stars (laughs) because it'd be like such a mess. I would love it. (laughs) If we're giving the honestly, I would give the first movie in an honest rating. I'd probably give it like two and a half, maybe three. This one I would give a solid like two. I. Um I I was having fun and I was happy to be with my friends. I was getting sleepy by the end of this but long this one, boring. I movie. think
0: I would also give uh Twilight the first one a three-star. I would stick with that. Um, but I have to duck at least a whole star. At least I think the one this, whole star. new moon has to land in the two star zone for me. Yeah. Uh, I like Twilight the movie more than I like Twilight the book. So maybe I would have to give if it's on the same star rating, I would give Twilight the movie like three and a half stars. Well, this like two stars. The problem is, does it? We're ranking it within the Twilight universe. I think if I was rating it against all movies I've ever seen, I oh. couldn't give Twilight three stars. No, oh, three no. and a half stars. But in this world, I think sure. I think three and a half stars is fine.
2: That's why, yeah, two and a half. It's just like this. I was frustrated at times, yeah. but by the end, I was like, I'm not.
0: I didn't regret. I'm watching. not upset. Yeah, it's not long shot. The worst movie we've ever seen, <laughs> which I gave one star to.
1: That's generous. <laughs> that movie frustrated me to My watch, and it frustrated movies? me to read people's reviews where they did not care how bad it was. The
0: two movies I've given one star to in quarantine are Midnight Sun and.
1: Long shot. Listen to our Long Shot podcast. It's coming to theaters. And yet. it's
0: called <laughs> A Really Long Shot.
1: <laughs> long Shot to make me like this movie.
0: Oh, let's do recasting. Oh,
1: my goodness. Do we have time?
0: Yeah. Oh, awesome. I think so. Sure. Do you want to take a break?
1: Uh, sure. I got to collect myself. Bye. Sexually. New cast new cast new new podcast no
0: not yet babies
1: uh uh, save me
0: (laughs) Um, we're so far from the end we're only less than halfway
1: oh my goodness
0: eclipse i think is the shortest
1: i really hope so i have no idea they're all about the same
0: yeah um but we're gonna recast as you know all shitty podcasts do we're joining the ranks? We're gonna recast. Yeah, baby. Um, we're gonna recast the big three again because it's fun.
1: I don't know if I want to change my answers or the answers we well, came to well I do not remember
0: time. what they were, so we're gonna do it again.
1: I'll remind you.
0: Okay, so and Bella. So-
1: last time we said we're gonna Lily have Reinhardt. Lily Reinhardt play Bella Swan. In this movie, I do you think am in- here she here could to do stand new stand
0: Up for brunettes and say we need to cast a brunette as Bella
1: Swan. Selena Gomez. Too old. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. She's thinking hard. She's smacking her lips, thinking of what young brunette does she want to catch? What ingenue does she want to bring into this film?
0: I'm trying to think of any shows I watch. Uh huh. But it's
1: quarantine and I haven't
0: watched them. Here's shows.
1: what we do We bring in, oh my God, we simply muscler her name. Who? British actress. She plays Nadja in What We Do in the Shadows. Oh
0: my God. She has to be arrow. She plays. No. Okay. She has <laughs> to be one of the okay. old vampires
1: We we cast her in drag yes. as Arrow. or just make it a woman. Why just Why can't a woman, woman? be one yeah, of the 3000-year-old vampires? Can do this. She's so funny in what she we did in is the shadows. so funny
0: and she would be great in that. Because
1: part. Arrow should be um
0: we menacing like, because he's funny. We like funny. what this guy did.
1: Yeah, we but do. But
0: we who played Wesley Snipes in 30 Rock and we don't know his name, Martin Sheen?
1: Nope. Martin Sheen <laughs> played Jed Bartlett in West Wing. Shit. <laughs> he's in uh oh
0: Michael Sheen. Thank you, Ben. Anyway, he's good, but we want it to be a We want it I to a British comedy broad
1: because they they do uh, the director does one joke in this movie when they go in the elevator and listen to elevator music, good. and
0: the movie the book should be full of that. The movie should be full.
1: It should be full of that. So I think so, she'll bring it.
0: Nadja as Arrow. Yeah. Have you seen what we do in the shadows?
2: I have not. Ben, you, you will simply love it.
0: This. It's like. Christopher Guest made a show about vampires and you think, oh, it isn't really like that. It's going to be a kind of bad mockumentary about vampires. It is not. It's Taika Watiti taking on vampires in mockumentary. It's incredible. It's
2: very good. Um, Sounds good to me.
1: Yeah. So we have... Okay, let's go back to the other Volturi. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, So the Volturi... I think Jane should be Evan Rachel Wood. I think I cast her as Victoria last time. I think you did. But I think Evan Rachel Wood would be a great... Jane
1: or Maddie Ziegler, the dancer
0: from Sia a video,
1: from Sia music video. Oh yes, because she just has a reader line.
2: <laughs> or the other Fanning L. Oh, jump oh, so reflexive Or or Mary Kate Nashley.
1: They they do a joint thing. They talk together. <laughs> okay,
0: that's good. I want all four of the girls from the Craft, which we just watched, to oh. fill out the rest of that. General.
1: That's pretty good. Uh, Old Vampire, I'll make that Christopher Lloyd.
0: Okay, Gianna, I want Gianna to be played by the
1: the, the receptionist of the vampire town.
0: Uh, Who Chris and I are big fans of. In the book, she's. I want her to be like Penelope Cruz. I was
2: thinking Sophia Vergara. Yeah, some sort of (laughs) like uh, really, yeah,
0: uh, like sexy older woman.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, who are going to play Evil Twink vampire, Volturi?
0: Uh Estrange. <laughs> uh, 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 ooh,
1: oh, uh Oh Oh, one of the
0: scars guards.
1: Just um, any of them?
0: Yeah, Alexander has experience playing a vampire from True Blood.
1: Bring him in. I'm okay with that. Um, other new Benf- characters? Um, Harry, Harry yeah. Clearwater. Is that his last name? Yes. And it could be literally almost anyone. The dad from Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I don't know the actor's name. Do you know Ben? Um, it should be him. Because he would play it funny. He'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, we got to clear the path and find those wolves. <laughs> am I right or am I right? You're
0: right. I want um, the really infinitely old vampire part of the Voltory uh to be like maybe
1: Judy Dench shut up <laughs> that's so funny but i was going to say like
0: uh like Idris Elba in old man <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay how do we get Idris Elba in these movies i think Idris He's Elba funny. would be
0: a good intensely old vampire cuz he doesn't look old he just is old so take scratch the old makeup and just make him old
1: so he plays Emmett. No, <laughs> I know it's a joke.
0: Um, so we need a new Edward. Ben, any ideas?
2: I'm thinking, but for Bella, yeah, I was thinking Haley Steinfeld.
0: You said that last. last did I? Yeah, yeah, you might have I a crush just, I, on her.
2: Ben no. has a crush on Haley. No, no, guys, stop! <laughs> <laughs> Don't
0: tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I um. I am just thinking about you said fight for brunettes, and so I was thinking about she is a brunette, and she was in seventeen again. The yeah. last movie I saw with her, and I'm like, oh, high schooler could probably play. She brooding. was in
0: that. Do you mean by seventeen again? Do you mean the age of seventeen?
2: Yeah. That's, what's seventeen what's
0: that again? Called? Seventeen again is the Zac Efron. Match oh, oh no. Age of seventeen. Edge of because age of seventeen is um a song, right? Oh, it's both Edge of Seventeen. Okay. Either way. That movie. That movie. And she is good in that.
2: Because I was also thinking, who's the girl who plays iCarly? Harley? Miranda, Miranda <laughs> Cosgrove? Yeah. Are they the same person? No. no. I, I, they were. Okay. Uh, keep going. But I was just like, I don't teen brunettes.
0: Yeah. My petition is that I don't care what we do, but Bella Thorne will not be in my Twilight. Oh. I don't want to cancel anyone, but I do want to cancel Bella Thorne. Here's
2: like
1: an idea I just had. I think that I know you really want Evan Rachel Wood to- play um uh, Someone. uh the redhead what's her name victoria victoria i think that should be Margot Robbie manic she will play like a, she'll play it fun and like she's ready to hunt her down okay. and I think that's a good I think that's a good choice. Okay,
0: uh here's a wild choice for Jane Kate McKinnon
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay Kate McKinnon or like Emma Stone <laughs> like
0: just like a little funny a little weird like they won't totally be able to be like Jane. Hey. they'll be like Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, okay, okay, okay. I feel kind of
1: no this. other new characters really that we meet. Um, Sam? Sam. The leader of the pack.
0: So my pitch for Sam would be someone who ends up playing a werewolf in these movies. But I didn't realize that until yesterday when I was looking at uh, our Instagram. And mm-hmm. I was scrolling through. And they someone did like a wolf pack then and now. But the guy who plays is in The Descendants. The Disney movies, the kids movies about like the kids of Disney villains. Uh-huh. Um, the guy who plays Jafar's son I think um, plays Seth Clearwater who isn't in this movie but is in Eclipse and the rest of them um, but who we meet in the book and as a kid and now he's older. He's the you right you age. You want him to be Sam now. And I think he could play, if not Sam, Maybe Jacob. I guess he's not so old that he's like middle-aged, which Sam
1: is. I was going to say uh, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
0: Oh, yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. As Sam. Sam.
2: <laughs> she rolled her ben. eyes so hard at me. I had a, a pick in the 11th hour for Jane. Oh, Okay.
0: Jason Momoa.
2: <laughs> okay. <Awkwafina>. Jason. <gasps> ah!
0: yes! Oh! Yes! We cast Last we
2: cast aquafina as
1: alice oh, yeah. which is very good Jesus. she's like she's like she shows up she's like bella you, look, you gotta so. you gotta help edward that's my that's a terrible smoker's lung aquafina but she is like, like she does have a
0: gravelly voice you know, she
1: shows up like we gotta go to italy
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're when you're saying it, it sounds bad, but then when it echoes back to around my brain and back, I'm like, "That's she could be good, be good at book. it." Okay, or Kate Blanchett as all three of them. Will talk okay, that's good. Like Kate Blanchett against Kate Blanchett against Kate. Blanchett. No,
1: no, Kate Blanchett against Kate Blanchett against Kate. Sarah McCammon. Paulson. Yikes! Sarah Paulson will play Bella's mom, Renee. <laughs> pretty good. Classics
0: are a uh, <laughs> Just sort of in it.
1: Uh, she's in the movie and, you know, she has a like, good scene She's in the movie
0: and Kate Blanchett is more, more in the movie. <laughs> 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 okay, that was fun. That's pretty good. I don't ben. think there's
1: anyone else. Um, do
0: you have any last? Or
1: do you have an actor who you want to see in this movie in any role, anywhere? Or a new character?
2: I'm trying to think of. Who some. needs more work? <laughs> Of the character, or no, no, who like who? What actor needs to be in more? Oh, um, Jonathan Majors, who was in The Last Black Man in San Francisco and was just in Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, I think is a really good actor. He's probably in his late 20s, early 30s. Who, Edward, I don't know that he's in Edward. <laughs>
1: guy, <so. laughs> okay, okay, um, some new vampire shows up in town and he's cool. He
2: could def- I could in this movie, I could see him being a part of a. a medium speaking role of the Voltori.
0: Maybe like the kid with the bad hair. Yeah. Who in the book has a bigger role and he's like uh, you know, in he's in the in the club.
2: Yeah, I could also see him playing Mike. Oh. In this movie. Oh yeah, who are gonna Mike really has a more substantial role here. That's right, yeah.
1: Or do we uh or what about the um kind of rival in um the Mindy Kaling show we watched.
0: Oh, the cute boy. Yeah,
1: he could play Mike.
0: I love him. Yeah. I really liked him. And he's in um, the movie that, they, that the whole cast and crew made while quarantined on Zoom. Bun. You know that movie? No,
1: but good for him. He's in that. Um, um, that or KJ Appa.
0: You do like As KJ Appa. I think KJ Appa would also. He has uh, more um,
1: Jacob energy.
0: Yeah, he I think he would be a really good wolf boy. Yeah. He's got the tribal tattoos to prove it. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: I, I know that he's the,
0: Australian. New Zealand, he's a Kiwi. He's a Kiwi. Um, KJ Appa. And he would be uh, I think a good wolf.
2: The wolf if The
0: Paul the angry one. We're
2: expanding the wolves outside because I know that they wanted to cast all Native Americans for the wolf. So
0: KJ Appa is part indigenous, but not is not an indigenous American.
2: Because I had a this guy, Will Poulter. Will, um, he—he'd oh, he, he he be a good villain, like a good teen villain. Mm-hmm. He's but, not Native American. He doesn't have Indigenous. He was in Midsummer,
1: and he was in like some bad comedy I saw with like Will. Uh,
2: uh, Where the Millers? <gasps> Arnett.
0: Or something. Who I want is Cheedy, who's also <gasps> in Midsummer. What's that actor's name? He would be so good. Is is um like a Laurent? <laughs> Like a weird Laurent.
1: Or just like one of the high school friends, but too old. <laughs> too old high
0: school friends. Uh,
1: this is pretty good. Um,
0: He's a good Charlie. That's what he would be.
1: Charlie. Soft dad. He'd be a great Chitty. dad.
0: I'm trying to find... His name is Darren Barnett, Chris. That's funny. He played Paxton Paul never... Yoshida. His name is Darren... Or is Charles... No, is Darren Barnett.
2: Mentioned before, going back to Jane, and... The actor we mentioned before, but Christopher Guest as Corky St. Clair as Jane. As Jane. <laughs> Corky
0: St. Clair as Jane. Pretty
2: good. Deep cut.
0: Um, Paxton Hall Yoshida, that's his character's name. That's his character's name. Darren Barnett.
1: Would be a good mic.
0: Is, um, would also be a good option for the Wolfpack because we love him. He would make a really good like Embry, like one of the friends. Like a new soft or boy. Or a Seth, who's the real soft boy of the group. Yeah. Um, he's Japanese and Swedish and Cherokee.
1: There we go. On his
0: father's,
1: pretty good cast we put together, I think. There we I go. Love it. We have our final verdict for the movie as it was. Um, our final verdict on the movie that we're recasting five out of five.
0: Oh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. insane. Take the budget just as high, but bring Catherine Hardwick back. Oh, again, bring and Catherine, Catherine back. Wild. Choice. Choices.
1: Because she's going to have the same run and gun crew, mm-hmm. but with too much money.
0: Yeah.
2: At the time, he's too old for it now. But at the time, I would have liked to see. Don't say Ben Affleck. As brother Casey. Uh, <laughs> no, I would like to see like Michael B. Jordan as Jacob. Oh, oh. we love
0: young Michael B. Jordan in The Wire we're watching. Yeah. He's
2: truly so good, he's, even as it's a kid.
0: so good heartbreaking to watch him and we're only in the first season. He
2: was in Fruitvale Station in 2011. Mm -hmm. So just two years prior he could have passed as a late high school boy. Mm -hmm. Not 16. Well, Taylor Lautner passed
1: as like a 19 year old and he's 16 in this movie.
0: I also um, was going to say that I want to bring in Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana as Jane.
1: That's good. Can't wait for our podcast episode where we just talk about her as Diana in yeah. the Diana movie. Yeah. Um. So I think we're just gonna we're gonna curl up, um, have sweet dreams about Princess Diana. Uh, uh, well, Princess Diana, and, yeah. then, and then of course it's Park, Princess Diana.
0: Yeah, that same scene where where uh, Bella sees her grandmother as herself, but it's Kristen seeing Princess <laughs> Diana, and it's
1: herself. <laughs> this is a good fan edit. Someone else do
0: it. Bye. Ah!
1: Thank you, Ben. Thank you, ben. <laughs> Hope to see you in um, a couple months
0: for the next movie. Woo-hoo! Hopefully we'll be allowed to leave our houses by then. Probably not. Probably not. Dark. Probably it'll be worse than ever.
1: Ready for America 3.
0: It's, uh, what, t- what month is it right now?
1: It's July.
0: July August, September. We're almost in- at the election. We're going to be about a week away from the election record.
1: We're gonna have a mood.
0: So get ready, Ben, for us to be talking about voting every other word, because that's sort of the meme mean- that we do. What? Am I Re- wrong?
2: Recasting I forgot October. Joe Biden in Did I a forget role- the month
0: of October? Shit!
2: This October erasure, I will not
0: put up with! Shit! Ben, will you dress up for Halloween with us as Twilight characters? All of I thought them. We were going as the
2: Seinfeld characters. Oh yeah, I really want to do that. I'm going to wear so this shirt.
0: Can we? Can we go as outside Jerry. as the Seinfeld characters, but like inside as Twilight characters? But
2: I get to be Laurent. You can oh. be
0: Laurent. Uh, Chris will be. I look at my
2: hair, hair. Look at my. I'm going to put a
0: you bunch of glitter
1: hair. highlight on me.
0: Um, I'll be the guy. Cornsdale guys. guys. Hair I'll be Cornsdale hair
2: girl. girl.
0: See, and George will be Bella. That's my cat.
2: I would like to be Charlie, but I also don't want to go out as like as a, a cop, as a yeah. police officer. Yeah,
0: listen, Charlie. Unfortunately, is a, a cop. <laughs>
1: yeah, unfortunately, that is that the title of this episode
0: yeah, for a few reasons, but definitely because of, that he is a cop and he keeps instead of using his own police force, really recruiting people from the reservation near to work
1: town. for free.
0: Uh, <laughs> to, to use their satellite computers to find his daughter <laughs> anyway uh, that was our podcast for this week thank you so much ben for bringing up uh Charlie's copness uh, Bye
1: <laughs> have a good night everybody i assume you listened to it that night it's
0: my dreams back up, back up.